We are I. This morning I read this quote. I can't remember who it was by and I don't remember it verbatim, but basically the essence of this quote was, you know, like why spend the energy exposing a man's faults? Because it only leads to, essentially it only leads to, you know, like a kind of more of like a corrupt and more moral-less, unmoral society. And then, so I started thinking, I'm like, you know what, I actually, actually agree with this. And then I let it marinate for a little while. I was in the shower. And then I got a few things ready, like as hanging my pepperoni to dry and just like everybody else at 4.55am, right? Hanging pepperoni to dry. But I was thinking, while I was doing all this, that no, I actually don't believe that. I actually believe that exposing people's faults does help with a more righteous society. It does help with morality and it does help with enhancing people's ethics and really giving them a stern or a, a strong and sturdy platform to be able to leverage life upon. I think the thing is what I feel like is misguided about this quote is that it's how we do this. Because it needs to be done. Like, I know that there's a deep sense inside me that that doesn't like when, when I'm critiqued. I don't think anybody really does. Because we're not taught to value that. If you were taught that to value the critique, as long as the critique is coming in a positive way, And the one thing that I do know is that I can be critiqued by people that I respect. The people that I can't be critiqued by are the people that I have no respect for, which these tend to be the loudest voices in my life of why they demand that I respect them. But then there's a part of my physiology that pushes back even harder because I know that this isn't right because I don't respect them. And it's like, well, well, what happens when people that you don't respect critique you and then tell you how to live? Well, I think that's the world that we're living in today, especially in Canada, where we have a leader that not a lot of people respect. Some people do, not a lot. Is not well-respected nationally is not well-respected internationally, is openly criticized not by superficial, typical political gameplay, but is critiqued by the knife of his own sword that he's sticking in his own back. But again, let's take this off something that's so easy to pick on and bring it back to myself, which is probably even equally to as if not easier to pick on. Because 
I realized yesterday down at the pumpkin patch when there's all these people coming down. You know, we're serving pancakes and, you know, getting these fall family photos taken and seeing all these kids laughing and having fun. And, you know, it was really nice, you know, but in my mind, this is the critique of me. I'm like, I want there to be more people here, but value the ones who are. Because there was a lot of people who came like, don't get me wrong. It was, it was a success. But they're always, they always can be a, a little bit more successful, you know, because you have a goal in mind. So then this is a part of my downfall. This is something that somebody could expose being like, hey, Blake, appreciate the moment that is right now. And fortunately, I've had enough people that I respect to say, hey, look, sometimes you need to be a little bit more patient. And that's a good thing. I'm like, okay, be prepared. But be patient. Understand your surroundings, but be patient. Strategically retreat to tactically advance. Like that's probably one of the things that struck me the most in life. Is that even the most seasoned professionals across all professions, relationships, business, military, anything. Strategic retreat for tactical advance. It's like, okay. Okay. When you really apply that single theory to your life, it's easier to be able to appreciate the moment sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes. If you can remember that and connect with that concept in that moment, yes, sometimes it makes things easier. And when you take these concepts, I think it allows you to be able to critique yourself in a better way where you're not condemning yourself. Because just as much as I need to respect somebody else to be able to take their critique, I have to respect myself to critique myself in a way that is not self-punishing, that is not demoralizing. That you don't live with those air quotes, you know, enemies or voices in your head. You know, that you have those. You know, but they're constructive. They're pointing you in a good direction. Hey, go here. Go do this. Check this out. Explore this. Feel this. Understand this. Be present. You know, do Do more with ease. Do more under the guise of absolute perception. Do more to explore because this is is where I find that a lot of my growth and other people's growth has come from is when, when you dare to explore. Because when you're exploring, you're curious. When you're curious, you will understand. When you're curious, you will appreciate. When you are curious, there's investigation. And that investigation is what we need to understand, to accept, to adopt. Investigation is key. So when we look at what investigation and exploration, the impact that those two things can have on the mind, the body, the heart, and soul. Like these are the things that we need. This is 
This is where our truths lie. This is where education is. This is where compatibility and understanding are. And this is this is an area of life that it takes a lot of understanding. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of reflection. It takes a lot of years to be able to get there. And I accumulate these tidbits of information all the time that just that stick to me like a magnet. Most powerful magnets that just stick to me. And you know, like one of them definitely is love. Think of the love that you have for the things that touch your soul. And overlay that on the things that are supposed to frustrate you, things that you're supposed to hate. And understand that you love those things more than the things that you hate. I don't think there's anything being that has been more profound in my life in a long time than hearing those statements and those words in any combination of them that then you can think of or utter. Because it is true. I love my days. I love getting up early. My alarm was going to go off at four o'clock in the morning this morning. And yes, it is Sunday. Yes, it is dark. Yes, it will be dark for hours. But when I naturally wake up at 3.50, you know, after getting home at 10.30 last night from a a football game, soccer, you know, Whitecaps versus DC United. Don't particularly love soccer, but I love doing new things. I love adventures. I love going out with people. You know, I love seeing people having fun. I love hearing the cheering, love hearing the crowds. I just, I love being a part of it. But I love my life in general. Yesterday was a long day. I was at the pumpkin patch at five o'clock in the morning working for hours before the sun even came up just to make sure that it was going to be a good day. First big day down at the pumpkin patch. It was great. Worked there all day. Put in an eight-hour day, only to be able to come and have something to eat and then back out the door to be able to drive downtown to go to the Whitecaps game. What a great day. You know how many people I talked to yesterday, the conversations that I had, the things I got to hear the things my heart got to feel, the things my eyes got to witness, great day. Why wouldn't I get up early today to be able to do the same thing? I can hang this pepperoni so I know that my oldest daughter, at some point in time over the next couple weeks, whose belly will not know hunger, Because not only did I work to be able to afford to be able to buy something that she enjoys, but I bought it at a stage that I can then transform this into something that she loves. That means a lot to me. I would wake up, I would sacrifice any amount of sleep for that and that alone. I would wake up early to also record this podcast so I can explore what my mind is thinking, what my heart already knows, and what my soul is searching for. Of course I would do that. I will wake up early to be able to go run on the treadmill in a place that feels like home, even though I don't particularly like running on the treadmill, but I like to be able to get up knowing that 
this body can do something. I like that. I like to sit in the sauna and hear the crackle of the fire. I like to feel the glow against my skin. I like to, to sit there and get that nice nurturing hug of warmth. And then the conversation that I will then get in with a person that is like a brother to me. That I gain a lot of experience in life without experiencing anything at all except for a conversation. Like getting into the ice bath and feeling that nice coolness on my skin and knowing that there's a point in time that I'm going to plunge my head underneath that water as well and I can sit there and I can feel and connect with the, the cellular change on my body. And then I can crawl back into the sauna to be able to get that nice warm hug and get back into that great conversation again. I would wake up early for those as well. When I'm done that, I like to be able to get in a little bit of work, which I will, and wait for a place to open to be able to drop off a griddle that brought me lots of memories, memories of friends that I love and respect, making and flipping pancakes and laughing and getting a great conversation together, seeing children and parents walk up to get those pancakes, seeing the smiles on them and knowing that their bellies are full watching them dump absurd amounts of syrup on top of their pancakes, watching them go back for seconds. Like, I love that. I love that. Then going out for, you know, breakfast with another friend of mine to be able to get into great conversation, to be able to get another perspective on life that I wouldn't normally be able to tap into because I'm not walking or living in his shoes. Somebody who experiences life to the fullest is always willing to be able to do more, who runs two successful businesses, who travels internationally. How could I not gain experience from this man? And I can wrap all this up, you know, by 11, 11.30 this morning. So why wouldn't I get up at four? Why wouldn't I naturally wake up at 3.50 to be able to experience these things that guide me? That give me an opportunity to be able to live another week under the guidance of the people around me because I respect these individuals. I respect myself enough to be able to prioritize the things that I love so I'll wake up early to be able to do them so my heart and my soul feel fulfilled. I wake up early to be able to challenge my body and my mind in a way to know that my physiology feels nurtured. I wake up early to be able to make sure that the people around me feel loved. I wake up early to be able to do these things because they're important to me. Because I can't just wake up every day. I cannot just do this thing called life. Just grinding at stuff that feels like I have my head in a vice and my hands handcuffed behind my back. I cannot live like that. That is not living. That is not living to me. I cannot do this. I will not do this. I will not survive living in that kind of environment. I guess the point of today's podcast is really reflecting on the opportunities and the gifts that people give to you and awarding and giving yourself those same opportunities as well. Making sure that you don't just stay hyperbolic in your own chamber, in your own funnel, in your own silo, in your own tunnel. There's so much life to live. There's so many opportunities to be able to live. You can live some of these moments 
through yourself and you can live some of these moments through others, no matter their age, their ethnicity, their, you know, their health or anything. You can live through other people. And I love that. I love having that opportunity to be able to experience life with all the people that I love and respect that are around me. I love looking at when I air this podcast and seeing different people from different countries all around the world listening to this podcast because they may get something. They may hear me ramble for 10, 15, 20 minutes and get one sentence, two words out of the entire thing that makes them think about, hey, I'm going to remember that whether I want to or not. Because then that's, that's that same opportunity to be able to, to stop and strategically retreat to tactically advance. That's what it's all about. Fill your boots on this Sunday. Enjoy the day. Hope no matter where you are around the world that you give yourself that opportunity to enjoy yourself today. Because enjoying life is always worth it.